0: Welcome to Dad Sense, a podcast for family men looking to grow their financial future. This podcast is hosted by Jason Fuchs, a dad and managing director of SagePath Financial Advisors. Jason's goal is to help grow your personal financial future the right way. The conversation will center around dads, but everyone is welcome. Now, your host, Jason Fuchs. Hey everyone, welcome to Dad Sense, where we're focused on family, fun, sometimes food, always finances. I'm your host, Jason Fuchs, Managing Director of Sage Path Financial Advisors. At SagePath, we're here to help you grow your financial future the right way. I am excited to be here. I'm pumped for our episode today. And to our dozens of listeners, thank you so much for joining me today. You could be listening to anything right now, but you're here with me and I appreciate all of you. I want to take a moment and ask you the following question. How did you feel about what just happened in the stock market? Not how do you feel now, but how did you feel when things got really bad? One day you're looking at your account and things are going really well. That value you see is the highest it's been in a while. But then the next day the value declines. Okay, that's fine. And the next day it's down. The next day it's down. And it continues to fall. And now you're thinking, what the heck is going on? Take a moment and remember that feeling. And I'm sure you're thinking, well, things are better now. I feel okay." but that's not the point here. Look, you could beat me up for 40 days straight. And when it stops, I don't come out of that experience thinking, wow, this is okay. I'm feeling good about things now that that's over. No way. (laughs) That experience is terrible. And I never want to go through that again. And I know that's a little extreme, but I think that's how investors feel when they see the value of their accounts getting beaten down so badly. And please excuse that terrible pun. How does that experience alter or change the way you feel about investing or about the advice you've been getting? Well, that's our financial topic in today's episode. Perhaps the best sleep comes from what is keeping you awake. And of course, before our financial topic, I'll share with you a super easy recipe for salmon that just melts in your mouth. And I want to hear from you. What are you thinking about today? What's on your mind? What are you most excited about? How are you feeling? The email address is jfuchs at sagepathfa.com, and the phone number is 904-366-9388. You can find all of that info in the podcast description. Well, for us, the Fuchs family, we just returned from a well desired vacation. Uh, It's been about a week since we've been back. We spent half of the week in Siesta Key, and it was great to get away, relax a little bit. I've been working a lot, and I'm the type of guy who realizes when it's time to take a break and recoup. I was a little burnt out, and this was a bit of a last minute change. We had planned this great trip with friends to South Carolina. Long story short, everyone was coming from different states. One of those states being Maryland and Montgomery County. Believe it or not, that county at the time we were supposed to take the trip was locked down. How can you lock down a county? I have no idea. We're not going to get into that. But anyway, the point is we were really happy to get away for a few days. Siesta Key, it's a quaint eight mile long island. It's known for its brilliant white sand, turquoise waters. In my opinion, it's a must visit island paradise. The sand, the water, it's, it's so beautiful. And what's great, to get such beauty, clear turquoise waters, white sand, you don't have to leave the U.S. Siesta Key, it's on the Gulf side of Florida, and for my family and I, it's about a four-hour drive from Jacksonville. It is inexpensive. There's a ton of stuff to do. It's great for a romantic getaway, wonderful family destination, and if you're into active sports like my wife and I, it's a playground. We stayed near Siesta Key Village. Uh, My wife and I were not big shoppers, but there's plenty of that available. And there's a ton of great food as well. We ate at some really great restaurants. I cooked a little bit too. And as you know, I love what I do. I love connecting with people just like you. I love helping people just like you. It is hard for me to disconnect even while on vacation. So every morning before things started up, it was really nice to catch up on some work overlooking the ocean on our uh, balcony that connected to the house we were at. And I got to tell you, I I did disconnect. I unplugged, (laughs) believe it or not. And I really enjoyed spending time with my wife and with Jewel. Jewel absolutely loves the beach. Practically every morning, Amber and I would hear beach, beach, beach. And Jewel developed this new song every time she heard beachy music. I think I have a recording of it here. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that. It was so cute. And uh, she was having so much fun running around the sand, playing in the water. We had these two buckets that Jewel was obsessed with. She'd grab each bucket, run to the water, try and fill it up with water, struggling and, of course, reaching for mom or dad to help. Now, mind you, she's a wet 20 pounds and trying to carry a bucket full of water. It's a little out of her reach. And the last couple of days, she started doing this really neat thing where she was taking sand from the beach and putting it back into the water. It was it was really cute. And I really love that girl so much. Amber and I, uh, we enjoyed some after hours quality time as well. I think sometimes we get caught up so much in this COVID thing, stuck in the house, managing Jewel, work, work, work that we rarely take a moment for ourselves. And it was nice taking the time just to be together, spend time together, and recognize our marriage and the love that we have for one another. So overall, the Fuchs family had a wonderful time and uh, glad to be back. Now, what recipe am I most excited about? Well, that's what we're gonna get into next. Anyone out there own an Instapot? My brother actually recommended I get this thing, and since the Fuchs family's been stuck at home for the past past few months, I decided to get one. I cook most of the meals for the family, and frankly, I just needed something a little different. And I'm so glad I got this thing. If you aren't familiar with it, an Instapot, it's pretty much just a fancy pressure cooker, and I really love this fancy pressure cooking wizard. Uh, The recipe I am enjoying right now is a recipe for lemon dill salmon. All you need is salmon, go figure, dill, fresh lemon. Whoa, I know you're thinking to yourself, I'm not sure if I can handle that, Jason. That's way too much. From start to finish, this recipe, it takes about 15 minutes. In my opinion, lemon and dill, they're the most classical flavors or classic flavors to complement salmon. They're simple, yet when you combine the two, they really elevate the flavor of the fish and turn this easy meal into an elegant dinner. You can pair it with fresh spinach. You can pair it with rice. Either way, it is wonderful, and I pulled this recipe from an app called Drop. That's D-R-O-P, and I'll post about it in our blog. You can get it at sagepathfa.com. Again, www.sagepathfa.com. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Man, are y'all hungry like me? I guess I should have had a snack before talking about that salmon recipe. I mean, it's that good. (laughs) And I think it's an appropriate time to transition to our financial topic of today's episode. Perhaps the best sleep comes from what's keeping you awake. This episode is based on a paper I published, so if you don't have time to listen to it or if you'd rather read about it, just send me an email, jfuchs at sagepathfa.com. Happy to send it to you. Should I stay or should I go? This was the title of the 1982 hit by the band The Clash. Anyone remember the band Clash? Uh, My dad was a huge fan, so he listened to it a lot in my household. Uh, It's rumored that British musician Mike Jones, he was one of The Clash's vocalists and songwriters. It was rumored that he wrote this song to express his confusion as to whether or not he should remain with the band. The song, it keys on the emotion of whether someone should remain with something or let it go completely. And if Jewel could sing using actual real words, I think this is the song she'd sing last week when we had to leave all of our precious buckets behind. (laughs) When the stock market is declining, you might feel the same way about your investment portfolio. Some advisor or excuse me some investors rather they literally lose sleep as they contemplate what to do as the value of their stock portfolio declines their concern might center on whether they should stay in the stock market despite what might seem like daily declines or whether they should sell and place all their money in typically less volatile investments like CDs bonds money market accounts in an effort to get a better night's sleep The challenge here in making this decision is that the headlines you read and the state of the overall economy in periods of market declines generally creates concern. The thought of the stock market going down further, it might create many sleepless nights, while the decision of how to recover the money lost creates an equal amount of sleepless sleepless nights. Should I stay or should I go? While all bear markets and economic conundrums are different, and remember, past performance is never an indication of future results, perhaps what can be implied by past bear markets is that once stocks have suffered a major loss, the general risk might lie in selling your stock investments, investments out of fear. You might find that holding on to them might be a better strategy, particularly when recovering what you've already lost is one of your primary concerns. The following chart illustrates historic bear markets before the S&P 500. You can't see this chart, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to use my brain wizardry to try and paint a picture of this thing for you. Again, I wrote a white paper about it. If you want a copy of that, the chart's in there. Call me or email me to get a copy. All of that contact info is in the description of the podcast. Okay, so fancy chart. Column one reflects market peaks prior to the beginning of the bear market. Column two shows the trough. The trough is where the market hits bottom. Column 3 indicates the percentage the stock market was down and equally as important is column 4. That shows how long it would have taken you to recover what you lost had you stayed in the market. However, what you might find of interest is the final column. Column 5 is where it really gets interesting. Column 5 indicates the rate of return you would have needed to recover your losses in the same time as S&P 500 had you decided to leave the stock market in favors of bonds, CDs, or money market accounts. As you examine the column columns, what you're generally gonna find is that the yield you would have had needed in bonds, CDs, or money markets to break even in the same period as by staying in the stock market, it would have been either difficult to achieve or historically not available at all. Okay, you can't see this thing, so what? I get it. I'm gonna use an example and try to paint the picture for you. If you use the financial crisis of 2007-2008 as an example, you see the stock market lost around 56.78% during that period. You'll see that it took 49 months to recover what you had lost in that bear market. However, had you sold your stocks at the bottom of the market, you would have needed to earn 23% on your money market to achieve the same rate of return as the stock market. Now, as many of you recall, long-term bonds, they were generally below 4%. One-year CDs and money market accounts were typically well under 1%. I mean, incredibly low. It's important to note that the chart I'm discussing, it doesn't include dividends that stocks pay. And had that information been available for all periods, the time to recover it would have been shorter, and the return needed on bonds, CDs, and money market accounts to break even would actually have been higher. Okay. Okay. So what's my point here? If the market is declining, it could be difficult to remi- excuse me, remain calm and steady. It's easy to tell yourself that you'll remain invested when things get bad, but it's human nature to do the exact opposite. A lot of smart people wrote a lot of smart books on the subject, and I've read a lot of those books to understand human behavior. Behavioral finance is a huge topic of interest for me and is something I actively learn about. When things get bad, how do you get through it the best way, in my opinion? I am so glad you asked. <laughs> you, you might consider seeking the counsel of a financial advisor to help you get through it. If you don't have one, if you'd like a fresh look at your overall plan, I would be happy to help. You can reach me at 904-366-9388 or jfuchs at sagepathfa.com. Again, all of that info is in the description of the podcast. And while there are no guarantees, you may want to remain in the stock market as your best sleep might ultimately come from what had kept you awake in the first place. It's like what Dory says in Finding Nemo, Jewel's favorite movie. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> and that concludes today's episode of Dad Sense. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Join us next week for a new episode of Dad Sense. Make it a great day, folks. And now the fun part we all love, the disclosures. <laughs> the S&P is an index of approximately the largest 500 companies generally considered to be representative of the market investors cannot invest directly in an index past performance is no guarantee of future results this show is meant for general information it is not intended as specific investment recommendations or advice investing involves risk including the potential loss of principle no investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values past performance is no guarantee of future results Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information presented here should only be relied upon when coordinated with an individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, FSC, member FINRA, SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independents of FSC. SagePath Financial Advisors is located at 512 Rosebud Lane, Neptune Beach, Florida, 3226. Jason can be reached at 904-366-9388 or jfuchs at sagepathfa.com. The information you heard today came from Dunham & Associates Investment Council, Inc.